welcome to I Scream, the podcast. I'm your host, Kira Hamilton, and today marks the third single scoop. I am super excited for today's episodes because I definitely um, went through a lot of work to get the stories for this because if you didn't already read the title, today we are going to be diving into some Ouija board stories that I found on Reddit. And let me tell you, it's super hard to find things on Reddit. And it's like there's so many entries and things I don't even know where to begin. And some of these I got off websites too because I honestly got tired of looking on Reddit. So... I put a lot of work into this episode, so I really hope that you enjoy some of the stories I found. And this is probably going to be a shorter single scoop because all of these aren't very, like, in-depth and detailed. They're kind of just, like, little shirt blurbs about what happened to these people or may or may not have happened because I don't know that these are 100% true. But I still think they're pretty interesting to look at. So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. The Ouija board has been around since at least 1891 when it was first advertised in newspapers by a Pittsburgh toy and novelty shop. The quote-unquote wonderful talking board was said to answer questions about the past, present, and future with marvelous accuracy. That's also a quote. And promised never-failing amusement and recreation for all the classes. A link between the known and unknown, the material and immaterial. During that time in American history, people were especially intrigued by spiritualism or the belief that the living could communicate with those who've passed. By the 1910s and 1920s, there was a huge surge in demand for the Ouija board, and its popularity continued to skyrocket in the following decades. Over five months in 1944, one New York department store sold 50,000 of them in just five months. The Ouija popularity must stem from the fact that it is eerily effective and a way to talk to the dead is what a lot of people thought it's like this is why this time was so booming and ouija boards is because it can talk it can act it actually works but there are scientists who disagree with this and think that you could be like unconsciously moving the thingy i think it's called a planchette the planchette you could be unconsciously moving the planchette and like not think you're doing it so there is a lot of like speculation on whether or not Ouija boards work or don't work, but that is besides the point because today's episode is about Ouija board stories. The first one is called Creepy Coincidence. My sister and I messed around with a Ouija board a few times when we were teenagers. Every time we used the board, we seemed to communicate with the same spirit named Ed, who constantly threatened our younger brother during the sessions. Even though our brother, who was four or five years old at the time, was nowhere near us. It scared us so much we threw out the board. We never mentioned a word of this to our brother. A few years later, our brother brought home a friend's Ouija board. After he and his friend used the Ouija board a few times, he told us he was a little freaked out because a spirit named Ed kept threatening him. Our mother banned Ouija boards from the house after that incident. So that one was a short one, but I thought it was kind of creepy because obviously they there was a spirit named ed that was threatening their brother and they had never told their brother about it but it really scared them because every time they would do it this ed thing would show up so they threw it away but a couple of years later his brother comes home with a ouija board and they play it and he's like hey there's a spirit named ed threatening me and this person says that they never told their brother so that's extremely creepy that it would happen both times you know so if we're going off of this and then off the theory that you could be unconsciously moving it and they never told their brother, so how, what are the odds like that his brother and his friend were unconsciously moving it to Ed? Like, 
even though they had never said anything. And it was saying the same, like, similar things. I think that's super creepy. The second one is called Moving Skulls. My fiancé at the time and I were sitting on my bed with an old board that a friend found on the side of the road. We asked who was with us, and it said, Mo. I asked, are you a demon, spirit, or angel? He said, demon by your creation. We were a bit freaked out, but we kept going, which is a big no-no in my book. Even if I was, like, unconsciously moving it, I would have stopped. To be honest, just, like, not, I don't really know if I believe or not, but either way, like, if on the slim chance that maybe it does, I would never do that in case it did. I don't know. I just feel like, why would anybody play with a Ouija board? I mean, isn't there a whole movie on, like, things going wrong with Ouija boards? I don't know. But my point is, I would never do this. And definitely not after it said that it was a demon by your creation. That's a big red flag no-no. But for some reason, they keep going. We asked more simple questions like, how many are with you? He replied, seven. Also big no-no. What is your favorite poster that I have? It replied, bloody mess. I pointed at a kiss photo I had of Gene Simmons with his tongue out while blood was everywhere in and around his mouth. This one? I asked. It replied, yes. After a few more questions, I asked him to move my skeleton heads on my TV because we wanted to know if this was fake or not. Mo replied, close your eyes. And after a few seconds went by, all my soul's heads were facing us. How could that be faked? We were the only two in the room at the time and all the while sitting close to one another. That's the end of the story. Again, there's so many big red flags in that. Like, if any of that happened, I would have, like, stopped. But they just kept going, which is so weird to me what goes through these people's minds. I mean, do what you want, your life. But, like, I would never do that. <laughs> never. Because there's so many stories like this, like horror stories of people, like, being followed by ghosts or whatever. And, like, I would never do it just on the slim chance that it is real. And out of respect for the spirits, if it is real as well. Now for the third story, working on its own. When I was about 16, I found an old school Ouija at a thrift store. It was made of real wood, not paper like they are now. It was thin, but still wood, balsa, I think. I was intrigued with it, so I took it home. Me and a gal pal were playing with it, but nothing was happening, so we just gave it up. Left it on the bed and went out for snacks. There was no window open, no random draft, no AC on at the time, no fan, nothing that could have caused it. But when we came back with snacks and pop, that board was working on its own. The planchette was traveling all over the board, and the word it was spelling out was foul. For a minute, we just stood there and watched it spelling out that word several times. Then, my friend scooped it up and broke it. We then covered it with salt and got rid of it in a safe place. Oh, that is so you. No. I don't know what I would do if I walked in and a Ouija board was working by itself. First of all, again, I would never have a Ouija board. Second of all, that would scare the pants off of me. <laughs> like, I don't even know what I would do. I would scream. I would shout. I think the fact that they were so, like, almost calm under pressure, like, they just knew what to do. Like, they broke it and they covered it in salt and they disposed of it. I definitely wouldn't do that. I would have, like, screamed and run away, and I definitely would not have disposed of that correctly. I don't even know if that's, that's the proper way to dispose of it, but we will find out because in our Saturday episode, I'm going to be talking about the Ouija board game Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board, which is a game that you play in the Ouija board, and we'll get 
into like rules and stuff of the Ouija board and like how it works and like how to properly dispose of it and close it out and whatnot. So we'll figure that out later. But again, I probably would not have been that cool enough to like break it. I probably would have like been paralyzed with fear. The next one is communication with a great grandfather. A friend of mine bought a Ouija board to a sleepover and I had never played with one. So I was really excited to try it. My two friends eventually got bored of it as the night wore on, so I wanted to ask one last question. I asked the board, do you have any questions for us? It answered, yes. I asked, what's your name? It answered, Abe. My friends and I immediately joked that it was Abraham Lincoln. I asked, who do you want to talk to? It answered, Erica. Erica is my mother's name, but she was downstairs and completely not involved in the game. I asked, what do you want to say to her? It answered, wish I knew her. This was so incredibly specific, I couldn't imagine what it meant. I ran downstairs to find my mom and asked her if she knew anyone named Abe. She said yes. Her great-grandfather's named Abe, but he died before she was born. I didn't know my great-grandfather's name, and my friend certainly didn't. So this again goes back to the thing where people talk about, like, how could you be unconsciously moving it, but she didn't know her grandfather's name. Again, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. So... How could that have happened, right? Again, super eerie, super creepy. And again, how do you know you can trust the thing on the other side of the board if there is a thing on the other side of the board? I don't know. I definitely wouldn't like put that much trust in it because I feel like it's not the best idea. Anyways, the next one is Princess Diana Prediction. I messed around with the Ouija in pairs and solo for a period of about two years. Experienced a lot of strange stuff. Now my craziest story, swear it's true, it happened in 1997. One day I challenged the board and said, give me something independent to verify all the information it was giving me. Predict a news event. Tell me something that is going to happen. It starts moving strangely, like it's having a hard time telling me something. I'm paraphrasing here since it was a long time ago, but the exchange went something like this. Die, 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 die. Um, just to give you some context, it's spelled D-I, then like actual like die. I'm like, whoa, something nasty here telling me to die. Princess die, die. Princess die at the time was young and vital. So of course I'm skeptical. Princess die being Princess Diana. Oh yeah, sure she dies. How does this happen? Car accident is what the board says. Yeah, right, like a princess could get killed in a car accident. Where is the car accident? Paris, it answers. Yeah, right, what is the Princess of Wales doing in Paris? Okay, so when is this going to happen? Ohio, the board answers. I had a trip to Ohio planned in the coming weeks, so sure, whatever, Princess Diana will die in a car crash in Paris while I am in Ohio. Yeah, right. I go to Ohio. Nothing happens. I forget about it. Just one of those weird Ouija sessions that happens every once in a while. Month or so later, I am in Ohio again. I come out into the living room and everyone is watching the TV. Bluetooth news report. What? I ask. Princess Diana was killed in an accident. I was stunned. I did not go anywhere deeper to find out if Princess Diana had actually died in a car accident in Paris to see if this made sense. 
Um, so if you want to do that, that would be interesting to see if that had actually happened. Maybe you're somebody very interested in like English culture, or maybe you're from Britain, who knows? But if you know anything about this, you can always tell me if you found anything that like connects to this on my Instagram at icecream underscore podcast. You can DM me, you can make a comment, whatever you want. Anyways, I think that's super creepy that like this, whatever it was, predicted it. And again, with the muscle thingy, like how, how, like she definitely wouldn't have been able to predict the future unless she was like unconsciously a psychic or something. And again, we don't even know that psychics are real. The next one is called Stern Warning. A few years ago, my friends decided to try this out with a group of guys, this being the Ouija board. We were in 12th grade at the time. My group of girls had messed around with a Ouija board before, to varying degrees of success. Well, this time, it was my hands on the planchette with my other girlfriend. This thing was moving crazy fast, faster than I had ever seen, and seemed to be getting quite agitated by the group of guys we were with who were joking around and not taking it seriously. It essentially told them to shut up and stop talking. I told the guys, seriously, please stop being rude. I'm kind of freaked out. Because I was getting nervous, one of the guys took over. He was a bit more serious about it. Almost immediately, the thing spelled out, don't open the door. Well... We were all in the basement and there was only one door, so we all kind of looked over at it nervously. Because I was getting anxious, I took the blanket and kind of hid my face immediately. It spelled out, don't hide from me. Everyone was freaked out. The guy who had his hand on the planchette literally started crying. He wanted to take his hand off, but we have this rule that you don't take your hands off until you get, get it to say goodbye. Everyone wanted to stop, but it took about 10 minutes of asking dumb questions until the thing finally slid to goodbye. Some of the guys speculated afterwards that it meant don't open the metaphorical door of the spiritual world. The reason being is we told them to never ask for a sign or else it kind of lets the spirit roam free free outside of the board. Before that guy took over, they kept asking for a sign, only for me to cut them off mid-sentence and tell them to knock it off. So this made some sense. So that is, again, really, really, really creepy. I'm really hoping that it's a metaphorical door because, again, if that was the only door, like, how would they get out? This one, I think, out of all of them, creeps me out the most because, like, this um, thing on the other side of the board seems so intuitive. Like, it knew what was going on, and it was mad, like, when they taunted it, you know? Or him or her, you know, I don't know how to be respectful in this sort of sense. But you know what I'm saying. It's super creepy in my opinion. If um, once we get to the, I'm pretty sure this is the end. Yes, that was the last story. I saved the, my personal, like, I guess scariest in my personal opinion for last. Um, If you had a one that scared you the most, you can tell me on my Instagram at icecream underscore podcast. These were the scary Ouija board stories that I had picked out for you today. I hope you enjoyed them. I hope that some of them gave you the chills and made you think twice about playing with things that you don't know, like you don't understand, because I'm definitely not going to be playing with a Ouija board anytime soon, and hopefully ever. Hopefully I won't get too crazy with my ideas anywhere in the new future. Anyways, that's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed the Ouija board stories that I picked out for you. And I will see you on Saturday for our full-blown episode on Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board, the Ouija board game. 
Well, well, bye for now.